0: The Minister for Health has said he believes all HSE staff employed during the COVID-19 pandemic should be given a financial bonus for the heroic efforts. Steve Donnelly indicated he would support monetary bonuses for all health care workers from those on the front line treating COVID patients to those in administration roles. And Minister Donnelly, speaking after touring the HSE's Limerick COVID-19 vaccin- vaccination centre at Limerick Racecourse, uh, Patrickswell, said HSE health care workers should be rewarded. When specifically asked if this should include financial bonuses, Donnelly replied, "'I want to see something done, yes.' I absolutely really do. I think our healthcare teams have been incredible. We're still fighting the fight, but I definitely want to see some form of recognition for the extraordinary work that they have all put in. He went on to say, we do need to acknowledge that nurses and doctors, allied health professionals, administrators, for everyone who has worked in the HSE over the last year and a half, and that they've had uh, an incredibly difficult time, and I think they represent the very best of us, and they have stepped up to the plate. But today I want to know what you think of this. And should it be extended to all workers who still had to work throughout the pandemic? Now, reading some of the comments online on this particular one, one person said, Honestly, I think it depends on what staff. I'm HSE admin and the pandemic didn't really affect my work at all. So should I benefit over the supermarket staff or cleaners? I'm all for rewarding frontline and hospital staff. But what? Uh, why would someone uh, somewhere like medical cards, for example, get a bonus? Every sector has actually struggled. In fact, some sectors didn't struggle at all. They did very little within the HSC. While another person said, I don't necessarily agree with this. I'm a frontline healthcare worker who has worked with COVID positive patients throughout the pandemic. Thankfully not in ICU, so avoided the worst of it. I think we're we're just doing our jobs. I don't think I need to be paid extra for a job I voluntarily signed up for. The country will be broke enough after all this ends with, uh, without splurging more money uh, because inevitably everyone, including the pencil pushers, will want a pencil. Pay cut to, or a payout too. If anything, I'd grant extra holidays instead of cash to those staff that deserve it most. Obviously, extra holidays cost money too, but I think it sits better to reward those who put their lives on the line by most by finally getting a stretch of time off uh, duty to recover for themselves. That's not a bad idea, actually give people extended holidays or longer holidays who've worked harder. And by the way, I'm not against the idea of you know commending those who worked hard during the pandemic, but I think that person makes a really good point. Somebody say in the medical card section, in the HSE, they didn't work any harder during the pandemic. They probably worked less, actually, in fact, because a lot of people said to me they couldn't get through to them. Um, there are a lot of departments within the HSE and within government that didn't work very hard during the pandemic. There are a lot that did. There's no doubt about that. But And in relation to the money, by the way, somebody mentioned the money. The money's not a big deal, really, because it goes back into the economy, generally speaking, either way. So it's a kind of money go round. But if we're going to do that and we're going to spend a huge amount of money, I have two other options to suggest for you. Why not just give it to everybody? Give everybody the extra. I mean, every man, woman, and child, well, when I say child, every man, woman, and person over the age of 18, as they've done in other countries, are given what they call helicopter money, which is basically money that you must spend in the economy in bricks and mortar. You can't spend it online, has to be spent in retail, restaurants, bars, whatever, and it must be spent in Ireland. I think it's a wonderful idea. It boosts the economy. It boosts business at the moment. I spoke to somebody yesterday in a restaurant, went in for my dinner. I had a quick chat with him. I said, how's business? He said, it's quiet this week. He said, it wasn't too bad last week, but now that they're all open again, he said, it's kind of petered off a little bit. So we said, we're going to struggle again. So, I mean, it is difficult for restaurants and bars. And can I just say one thing, before I come to you, Martin, sorry, uh, before I go into this topic, the individuals who are slating pubs and restaurants online for discrimination. You should be ashamed of yourselves because you're essentially a hypocrite because you're discriminating now by boycotting those bars and restaurants. Those bars and restaurants have no choice. Your argument is with the government, not with the bars and restaurants, spray painting graffiti on their walls, calling them scum and all that kind of stuff. That achieves nothing. Those bars and restaurants have struggled for the last year and lost enough money. They're citizens just like you, hard working people. How dare you have a go at them? They are not the ones who brought in the legislation. They just want to get their bars and restaurants back open again. And if you feel it's discrimination, absolutely, you go to the government. That's their choice. They brought in the legislation, not the bars and restaurants. They're just doing their job. And there's a fine if they don't do their job. So leave them alone. All right, stop picking on them and saying you're going to boycott them and all this kind of carry on. It's childish, absolutely childish. No matter what side of the argument you happen to be on, it's childish. Don't, don't ever buy into the divide and conquer because, of course, the only people that will suffer is also the citizens. Now, sorry, getting back to this. So in relation to money that Stephen Donnelly wants to give away, you know, do you think that people who work throughout the pandemic should receive a bonus? Not just doctors and nurses. But everybody, there are people probably worked in supermarkets, worked a lot harder than some of the administrators within the HSE, who some of them probably did very little. People, the, the girls and guys on the Tesco's, you know, checkouts or duns or whatever it is. The people who drove the trucks, who brought the bread to the shops, the food on your table when everybody else was closed. All those people all worked extra hard during the pandemic. The guy who delivered the jacks rolls, because, of course, there was a run on jacks rolls, wasn't there, at the start of all this? Everybody was buying jacks rolls like they were going out of fashion. Brennan's bread. There's always a run on Brennan's bread every time we go into a panic in this country. The number's 087-188-0008. Do you agree with specifically just giving a bonus to doctors and nurses and HSE staff? Let me know what you think. The number's 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Martin, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Martin? Hi, know How are you? Good. Martin, throughout most of the last year and a half, the hospitals haven't been overwhelmed. There were points when they became a little bit busy. There is no doubt about that. But generally speaking, they haven't been overwhelmed. Um, And, you know, HSE staff, yes, they worked hard. They were probably understaffed a lot of the times because a lot of people were off on isolation, etc., etc., and rightly so because they were dealing with patients. But should they be rewarded financially?
1: No, I, I think, uh, I mean, there's a lot, a lot of uh, comment made already on the program that is quite thoughtful and balanced. I, I think, you know, when you mentioned divide and conquer, you know, this virtue signaling specific groups out is doing nothing in making us feel as if we're, that, that we're in this together. Mm-hmm. You know, and all this separation it, it is causing division because there's always going to be somebody put out saying, well, oh, I did this and I did that. You know, why should they? I mean, there's always going to be that. So, you know, like you said, the, the, the certain sectors of the HSE weren't overwhelmed. Certain sectors were. But then again, you've got certain people who, are, uh, in a low-paid job, went, went to, regardless of, of COVID uh, and kept the shops open, mm-hmm. kept, kept the food running and all the rest of it. So, you know, when you start picking on one group as opposed to another, uh, especially a group that actually paid to, to, you know, be there and do the job, uh, the, uh, of nursing and, and, and care, you know, you, you can't really be singling people out, and I, and I think as comments already been made, you know, we look we ought to look at this more holistically and say, well, okay, we all need a bit of helicopter money to kickstart the economy. Let's put, let's put the resources into that, uh, and, and I do think it's a great idea to give you know, an extra holiday or something like that in in Louisville. Yeah, I I think
0: if somebody said to me, you know, I'll give you a bit of a bonus, but do you want two weeks off? I'd say, give me the two weeks off. Thanks very much. (laughs) My mind is the same thing. You still have to get paid for the two weeks off. So it is costing money anyway.
1: I'm sure somebody who's been downed up, you know, in intensive care, you know, don't there 24-7 and
0: would
1: enjoy a holiday,
0: you know. Yeah, by the way, on that note, can I just say, I've now become a, a supporter of People Before Profit. I never did before because they've now suggested that we should have a bank holiday every month. Three more bank holidays. Well done, People Before Profit. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. There should be a bank holiday every single yeah, month. I, I think mean, it's a great other, idea. The
1: other, the other aspect of it all is, you know, healthcare workers have been working, you know, in, in a crappy system. So mm-hmm. are we actually just rewarding them for you know, trying to make something good out of something
0: bad. You know, there is that aspect as well. I mean, I, I don't way... want anybody to think for one minute that I'm minimizing the effort that they put in, particularly during the tougher times, say January and February, and maybe last April. Uh, yeah. You know, when it became difficult and when there was a lot more cases, a lot more hospitalizations. So, I, I'm, for a minute, I'm not trying to minimize that. But generally speaking, they haven't been overwhelmed. Thankfully, yeah. by the way, thankfully yeah. they have. Yeah. Haven't. yeah. 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 And, yeah. you know, okay, they work hard, but mind you, and I'm not being a smart ass when I say this, when you sign up to be a doctor or a nurse, that's your job. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what that's what you do. You help sick people. And sometimes you're going to have, like, you'll have a bad flu season other years when this is all over. We're probably going to have another bad flu season in two years' time. You're going to have measles outbreaks. You're going to have all sorts of different things happen. You'll have bad accidents where might, maybe a lot of people involved and there's a rush. So, you know, you're always going to have those situations as a doctor or nurse, just yeah. like any other job.
1: Yeah, so I think I think the answer has to be holistic. It has to be a, a group thing. We're, you know, we're all in this together. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 make it something that actually lifts the economy, rather than you know, takes and and, and identifies particular segments of it. You
2: know.
0: Okay, so you you would agree, kind of, with paying everybody. Rather than just paying groups of people, in other words, because I believe, by the way, in relation to this, you know, as much, as much as the the HSE staff, well, most of them, not all of them, did a sterling job during the pandemic. You know, I also believe the people in the supermarkets did a wonderful job from day one. Yeah, I, I do
1: more so the the people in the supermarkets because you know it's it, um you know before the plastic screens and all the rest of it. You know, they were they were facing it full on. Yeah, nobody that's knew, it. Yeah, nobody knew.
0: Nobody knew what the situation was. And by the way, you mentioned the plastic screens there. You know, I mean, in the restaurants and the bars and what have you, where, you know, the staff had to do extra work because they had to do a lot of, pardon me, table service. Yeah, They had to work in hot restaurants with masks on their faces all day. I mean, all that was harder harder for them. So equally, they worked harder during this as well, too.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, I mean... (laughs) As I say, it's 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 where society is better all together. Mm. So this business of separating off particular groups and, and flagging them. It's yeah. actually divide the whole exercise and put pictures against each other as usual, which is just what this government tends to do anyway. I know, okay, you, you know. And it, and it, it and look, it, I,
0: and I think I think it's really sad when when we see people being pitted against each other. And you know, as much as people all know my opinions on everything at this stage, right, and have know my views on everything at this stage, but what I see, you know, and I, and I don't necessarily agree with discrimination of people based on whether they have or haven't got a vaccine. You know, you know, yeah. I, there are crazy anti vaxxers out there, and there are people who are just cautious, and that's a different thing altogether, right? And I don't think we've seen separate the two. But, but when I when I see you know people who I am assuming are anti vaxxers Spray painting pubs and bars, you know, telling people to boycott them or calling them scum because they're asking for the COVID QR code uh, to let people in the door. I I just find this absolutely despicable. I, I can't. I can't get my head around that. It's not the. Yeah. Pub. It's you know. I mean, it's not the owner of the pub's decision. No. it's the government's. If your your issue is with the government, it's not with the it, pub. It's not with the restaurant. They're suffering I'm, enough.
1: Absolutely, and, and and that's where it should be directed, and get on the streets and make a noise about if it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, if that's what you want to do, yeah, yeah, that's what you want to do, and I, you know, and I applaud people who try, have tried to make people aware that you know, certain aspects of liberty being you know, eroded or trampled on or walked on or whatever Mm -hmm. you want to use. You know, there has been a lot of a lot of that going on. Mm -hmm. And and I suppose it's been there for the for the common good, but I don't think this country's government works for the common good. It only works for one section of society,
0: and that's the one—the the, the guys with the money. Well, I suppose that depends on the opinion you have on the decisions the government are making over the last year and a half. Well, Martin, thanks very much for that. Okay, Martin believes, well, it should be distributed a little bit better, or indeed he would be more in favour of maybe, you know, boosting the economy by giving everybody the money and not picking on one particular sector of the community, even though we're not to doubt that they worked hard. Uh, but basically what you're doing is, again, it's, we're all in this together, it is the slogan, isn't it? And if we're all in this together, surely everybody together should benefit together rather than, you know, picking groups out and saying, well, you worked harder than you did, so we're going to give you a few quid. But you didn't work quite as hard, so we're not giving you anything. You know, and a lot of people worked. 30% of the population have worked right through the pandemic. I'm a pat myself on the back, but I haven't had a day off. I had a week's holiday in uh, just over a year. Week's holiday. So I'm not pat myself on the back, but I'm just saying I was here all the time. So a lot of people worked Throughout the pandemic I'm not saying particularly That I worked harder Yes we had more stories To do at one stage Between kind of June And September last year Particularly There was a lot of stories A lot of information About you know Covid-19 But I mean There are people out there Who did work Genuinely a lot harder During the pandemic And they equally deserve To be rewarded If that's what you're going to do But I'm saying Rather than reward people Put the money Into the economy That will benefit All of us Hello nine. I mean, mad? Janie Mac, we shouldn't...
3: People are just doing their jobs. Do you know? I know they might have been a bit busier, but they got paid. Do you know, they got paid extra for doing it. Do you know? If we start going down this road, we're going to be rewarding everybody for doing any little extra bit of labour involved in their work. That's
0: my opinion anyway. Thank you. No, it wasn't just an extra bit of labour. It was a pandemic after all. But anyway... Oh, by the way, just to the person who rang my researcher and told me that I should smother myself... Um, to suggest by the way that you're a healthcare worker you should be ashamed of yourself I really hope I don't end up in a hospital that you're in uh, let me go to Donald. Donald, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids how you doing Donald?
2: how you doing I, I just wanted to say I'm sick to this season this patronising even healthcare workers well they have yeah. worked hard
0: there's no doubt done, about that
2: yeah they've done their job now that's exactly and some of them done a very good job a damn good job but at the end of the day that's what they've done they've done their job you don't give extra money to the Postman for delivering your letters. I'm sick of it. Listen, what, what they should do is get that Muppet Tuberty out again and patronise a few people in the NHL when he had the airline pilots on. For, for what? For picking up boxes in China. No, it's a joke. Patronising, that's all this country does lately. They've done their job. And as I said, some of them done a damn good job. But, and well, I, well I'm glad you're recognising
0: that they did do a damn good job.
2: Yes, but they've done their job. That's what they've done. No, no, there were 98 soldiers killed overseas.
0: What are we doing about that? Well, I'm sure, well, I'm sure those people get recognised as well. No, they don't, mate. Nice. I mean, well, no, hold on, when a soldier goes overseas on a tour, he gets paid by NATO, isn't it? And then they get paid by the Irish Army as well.
2: Yes. Yeah,
0: yeah. So they do get extra.
2: My, and, 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 I'm not having a go,
0: by the way. I'm not having a go. I'm just saying, they do get extra.
2: You know, that's the only in the HSC you do overtime. I have two sisters working the HSE. and they told me they got every hour they walked, they got, they got paid. No, I
0: know, so I know, was, I know somebody who's a nurse, and and she she actually has financially she did quite well because she would have been doing a lot of extra work. Yeah, yeah, and, I, and, and getting paid for it, of course. And,
2: and, and, and as far as these Turican staff and all that.
0: Forget it nice. Well, no, no, I I agree with you on that. And by the way, the HSE worker who sent in the message as well saying that they work at administration, and as much as they agree with some of the doctors and nurses on the front line get that she said there are people in certain departments, she mentioned, for example, medical cards. <laughs> you know, why should they get a bonus? They haven't actually worked any harder. If anything at all, some of those departments weren't working really at all. They were on a skeleton staff. So Yeah, I get that. But I mean, okay, but but Donald, the idea if we've got some money to give away and I think I think Martin I, made a good I, point I, I, about dividing yeah, and conquer, right? That we shouldn't I, be treating people right. differently. But hang on, I mean, should we just do, should we throw out a load of money to everybody to boost the economy?
2: I would do anyone that's still working during this pandemic, because this case a lot of people took advantage of this PUP as well. And they did take advantage of it. So anyone that kept working
0: So anybody who didn't claim PUP basically.
2: Exactly, should yeah. get money back. And it should be like a gift card and it has to be spent in the economy. That way, then the economy won't lose a penny. Actually, it will gain. The domestic economy will gain.
1: Because mm. it's like
2: a washing machine. you just throw it in and it's going around. I totally agree with that. But I'm sick to see this patronise. As I said, leave it up to that Muppet toberty. He can have his show. <laughs> and they can all go on that then.
0: Right, right, okay. Uh, somebody said, "Well, look, it's somebody says here that's a fantastic idea to give everyone a voucher, watch money circulate to encourage spending, businesses, etc. In shops uh, online, after a pub, although apparently uh, borrowed, when push comes to shove, the cash can be found." Well, yes, they do have. They always look. The government always have money when push comes to shove. We know that. And in relation to, I don't know whether you're saying that people would spend it online, or not online. You could easily limit that. It's very easy to do that. You just limit it. That It can only be spent on what they call bricks and mortar, which is physical places. Because I have to be honest, the retail sector have suffered very badly because people have got into a, I suppose, been socially conditioned to spend money online. Um, uh, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. the numbers 87 188 zero eight. Niall, I completely agree with you and I do work in the healthcare sector. I work privately uh, and I know that some doctors and nurses worked very hard but equally I can tell you stories about doctors and nurses who took advantage of COVID-19 and were constantly self-isolating saying they'd been in contact with somebody with uh, COVID-19. I'm sure that probably did happen too. I don't think it was happening wholesale but there was a stage, I remember going back at, at one point, we were very low because so many people had to self-isolate. And I think at one point, didn't the government have to turn around and say, listen, if you're a healthcare worker, you know, and you've been in contact, you've know, you got to come back to work again. I think didn't they reduced the time or something like that because we were so low on staff. And at that particular point, um, from what I remember talking to people who worked within the hospitals, that then they were working extremely hard. It was because they were low on staff more than anything else. Uh, they were very low on staff. I think at one stage, 25% of the staff were out. Self-isolating because they'd been close contact to somebody else. Government abuse money. The last thing we need them to do is having more power over our finances. It's going down the wrong road. Helicopter money, UBI, digital currency, expiration date on your money, limits on what you can spend it on. Everything rented in the future, nothing old. I'm not saying there's a limit on what you can spend. You're kind of taking, you're jumping too far to what I'm actually uh, over what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, if you're going to give helicopter money out. You have to limit what it's spent on. You can't give helicopter money out and then have people spending it on Amazon, where the money is not going into the Irish economy, it's going into the American economy, or is spending it in Spain in some hotel. Let me go to John. You're an Ireland's classic. How are you doing, John? Greetings from the front line. Uh, greetings, John. Yes. Uh, John, I mean, do you believe it's a good idea to give it to, to one section of the necessary workers during the pandemic, which would be the doctors and nurses?
4: No, it's not. And, and I don't agree You know, We're giving it to every Tom, Dick and Harry in the whole country because, look, at the moment, the, the country is awash with money and we all you know it's borrowed money, right, 57 billion for this whole pandemic you now, right? And we're going to be scratching the own now, down the road again. Are we going to go back to we can't build social houses? Of course, I never again want to hear the, these terms like, uh, you know, we, we haven't the money or we're, it's not the money as regards the health service. Um, already there's cracks appearing there was a man who had to sit down in the COH here yesterday and um, on the floor uh, uh, inside the A&E because his
0: mother I know, look John, I I think we've talked about that A&Es are back to where they were pre-pandemic, I mean I I know somebody went to A&E a week and a half ago and they ended up walking out they were told they'd be waiting 12 hours
4: yeah. well there was a friend of mine and she was 16 old so that beats that right? okay well that, and,
0: and that by the way you know I find that it was disgraceful enough two years ago uh, but it's even more disgraceful now considering we've had a year and a half to figure this out and work out how to stop that from happening in the future but I have no idea why it's happening again we should i mean we could have built a hospital in that year and a half do you know what I mean?
4: And, I mean, let's be honest. Like, I mean, this is a pure PR uh, uh, thing you know, for Dan Lino. You know, it's a PR exercise for him, right? To just get him into good books, that's right. And, you know, I mean, he's, he's unreal. Like, I mean, he won't come on your programme. Like, I you mean, I thought Halas as bad, but it's still in his worst. Like. But, I mean, when this thing is all over, and the dust settles, and hopefully it will sooner rather than later. Are we going to go back to the so-called normality of Charlie's been out the door, of mm-hmm. no Social housing being built? There was, uh, uh, just before this thing started, there was a figure that came out. This is why if you're going to spend money. This is the direction I would push it in. If you watch the programme the other night, there money. I think your debt was there and the programme there. There was one worker there. She has 43 families in her like. Now, the name of Christ and his holy, know, let's be honest Neil. right? How could any one person, social worker, take care and deal adequately? With 43 families. Now, there's an impossibility. They reckon, they reckon we need 5,000, uh, and they're not even to the up at the moment, except they'll edit social work. Well, I
0: had the answer for that before, and I don't want to go into another topic, and it is a separate topic, but I did have the answer for that before, and the answer to that before is, is that we have so many young people who train to become carers, doctors, nurses, who leave this country because there's better opportunities, more so, and better money in other countries, that we should... Uh, and I said it before, they should be charged and have to pay for their education but be given a government loan and if they don't leave the country and if they use the services in this country, they don't have to pay it back. That's the way they do it in other countries. Uh, we'll say that. That's a whole other topic. Graeme, you're an Ireland's class of kids. Adrian Graeme? I'm pretty good now.
3: Enjoy me holidays. How are you getting
0: on? Oh, Graeme, my old school teacher buddy. How are you getting on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Feet up, slippers on, ice creams in hand.
3: Uh, actually, I'm going to have
0: some ice cream in a minute. A good man, yeah, yeah. Can't beat a good old Cornetto. Uh,
3: so, are you starting me out for a bonus or
0: what? <laughs> a, stra- a strawberry Cornetto. <laughs> so, Graeme, I mean, this idea that we want to give a bonus, uh, you know, financial bonus, to one sector of the community. Martin said earlier on, again, it's a bit of divide and conquer. We're meant to be all in this together. It should give it to everybody if you're going to give it to, to one section.
3: Well, I think divide and conquer implies intent, so I'm not sure that it is that. Um, but... And it's Connolly trying to Donnelly trying to dig himself out of a hole because he's not exactly the most popular fellow in the world. Nah, um, that's an understatement. So then again, Coveney, Foley, yeah, okay, none of them are particularly popular. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but, so, do I think it's somewhat self-serving from his perspective? Absolutely. On the other side of that, look, um, do I think? Do I think one of your uh, previous uh, callers were saying, and you were saying yourself, across the board, everybody gets whatever a couple of hundred quid has to be spent in, you know, bricks and mortar has to be spent in restaurants or wherever it has to be said in the state. Yeah, but they call, they call it a bricks
0: and mortar voucher. Yeah. yeah.
3: And then potentially those working within the HSC get more, get a bit, a small bit more. I can't, I can't be. I find it very, very hard to argue against
0: that. No, yeah, okay. Because, I
3: mean, for people to turn around, oh, you know, you can't split it down all within the HSC. Oh, this person did more than that person. It's a, well,
0: what, what they did in the North was they gave 500 quid to, I think they had a budget for, say, a million quid, right? And they gave 500... to specific people within the healthcare system, i.e., the doctors and nurses and the people on the front line. Yeah, but I mean, there are the others mind? within the HSE who did nothing during the pandemic who sat their bones practically scratching because some of those, well, some of those did nothing, the well, not did nothing. nothing well, not nothing. but you know, but you understand what I'm saying? There are certain they didn't have admi- a more difficult time. Yeah, no, yeah. Well, yeah. And certain departments that actually weren't busy at all. Their departments, uh, you know, were in a kind of skeleton ste- service, similar to say the passport if office, which was on a skeleton to service to
3: work that out fairly and throw a crack up. Mm. Um, I would think it's more likely to cause more division than mm. it would actually be helpful. See, I, think, I, I think don't think Martin
0: was—I don't think Martin was necessarily when he said "divide and conquer." I think what he the, what he meant was, you know, the government are the ones who are telling us we're all in this together, and then all of a sudden, well, actually, are not really. They, they do more. go
3: back into dial if we're all in this together.
0: Yeah, yeah well, because somebody's I spe- that because they're paying a lot they of they money for money the convention, convention centre, that's why I
3: can stroll into a pub if I feel like it. Yeah, um, and they can't go back into the dial. And well, it'll be,
0: be interesting to see whether they do go back into it now in September. I mean, that'll be interesting to see.
3: I'd be very surprised. Are uh, they busy spending? Was it twenty? Was it twenty-five k a day or something? Yeah, like
0: ridiculous amount of money to the convention centre.
3: Look, they should have stayed in the dol and just given us all that money.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm sure the, well, I'm sure the convention centre are quite happy, mind you. So, when are you back, Graham? We can now. When are you back? Um, me think.
3: I think the tw- our first actual day in school is the twenty sixth. I'm doing some stuff for some other schools the day before, but uh, of August, i have
0: next month. Aye, well, so look, like month. We'll enjoy it. Enjoy the, the next the, the next month or so. Often in there, I am. <laughs>
3: <intensive.
0: laughs> <laughs> I'm changing career. I really am. Graeme, love talking to you again. Have a nice day. Yeah, All right. Cheers. Cheers. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan show.
3: Classic hey.